I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. Places, everyone, it's time for The Connor, Connor and Smith Show! Thank you, Places. Okay, what are we into tonight? Um, How about this? What do you do if you don't know? What do you do when there's no place to go? It's the Connor and Smith Show! Bump. Um, everyone always has some place to go, don't they? What do, you, what do you do if you want to be in the know? It's the Connor and Smith Show! I don't know if we're really that informative. Um, uh, well, well, we'll workshop that one in Sheboygan and get okay. back. Okay, um, we're doing eggs? Here. We're Just dying get, eggs. Get yours. Get my what? This is your bag. So what do I do? You put your, your egg in a bag. You just did it for me. Now, I just put my egg in the back. Now, remember, Barbara Bear, who is our manager, agent, and producer. Look at my hair. I put blue on top. There's green on the side and some red down here. I was trying to make myself into an egg. Well, get back to the egg. So, you know what? I kind of blend in with that uh, hairspray wallpaper behind my head. Okay, so I pour some of this in. Yep, just a little bit. Okay, I'm adding a little green dye. Good. That's good. Okay. I think so. Okay. We're just going to work it around. You just smush it around. We're just going to smush it around the egg. I don't know if you can see this. This is a beautiful green. So you definitely can't see it for those listening. Okay. This now is let's do another one. Another color. I'm adding a blue dye. So the egg is in a bag, listeners. Uh, the egg is in a bag. This kit is called Galactic. Galactic eggs. eggs. Now this does not come with eggs. You have to actually <laughs> get the eggs from a very expensive fresh market across the street. Okay, there's some blue dye added. Blue dye added to the Smush egg. it around. We're gonna smush it around. This that is a crinkle very- crinkle sound, I'm sure, is very fun to hear. Well, this is a very sensitive process. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, do you wanna do one more? Well, yeah, sure. We have three colors, might as well use them. Okay, we'll do one more color, and then we're gonna put it out to dry. The drying process. If you hear snarkles in the background, the pugs are active and up and playing with each other. Oh, thank you. Hey, I don't know who's listening, but thank you. Thank you, whoever um, got some stuff from our shop on um, our spread shop. Is that what it's called? Yeah, spread shop. Spread shop. We finally figured it out. Oh, what? When we talked about it, go get, go get something. Go get, oh, I have something here. Oh, there it is. When we and went live, when we, when we went live last week, we uh, someone a friend actually wrote to me and said, "Oh my gosh, this egg is beautiful!" Oh, and here, yeah, can you see this egg? How it turned out? Maybe not. Okay, I'll bring the phone down. Um, look at that egg. How it turned out. And for listeners, you can see how our egg turned out on our Facebook page, Connor and Smith. So the um, a friend contacted me that night and said, um, "Where are the three-quarter sleeve shirts?" Uh huh. Barbara Bear wants to know where the three-quarter sleeve shirts are. Um, I did make. There is an on-air. Are you talking about like a baseball jersey shirt? Because that's what I think of when I think three-quarter. There, there is one. There's an on-air shirt that has that. It's a different logo, though. Steven designed a, a special logo for this um, 
website. Okay, you ready? What do you do? I'm I'm using the dye that's already existing in there. That's kind of cool. And just seeing what we get. My hands are covered. Okay. Um, this is gonna be a these, these are gonna be beautiful. Do we even have an Easter basket? Oh, I'm sure we have something. Okay, my egg is beautiful. Oh my gosh. Done. Look at that. Isn't that pretty? Okay. Would you want more? Um, no. no, we'll do them later. later. Yeah, 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 yeah. So tonight on the show, joining us, we'll have uh, Brad Oscar and Diego Prieto. Yay! Close. Um, so, and we'll just be talking. To, it'll be like a double date, you know. We'll just kind of be seated quite a far distance from each other, and they're not physically here, but we'll be talking to them about. Um, everything. What they've been doing. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Let me, can I just wash we, my hands real quick? Yeah. We first met uh, Diego during Assassins. Is that right? It's Signature in the, in the Garage? I think my session before that in uh, Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees had already happened? Yeah. Damn Yankees was second. I thought Damn Yankees was Really? Nevermore. Oh, because Nevermore, yeah, that's another discussion. That's another podcast. Uh, like what City Dreams to Sell for Titanic Billy Elliot. Yes. Yeah, there's yes, a shirt yes, on yes. there. I'll send you a direct link. There's a um, on air shirt that's a baseball shirt. Um, so for Hi, our. Hi, Carissa. Okay, for our listeners. That's Barbara. For our listeners here, we should probably take a break and then we'll be right, right back. back after these messages. Hi. Hi. Hey. We have Brad, Oscar, and Diego Prieto. How are you, boys? Hi, boys. We're good. How are you? Great, great, great. If you hear snarfling, you know it's the pugs. Um, the pugs? Oh, yeah. The beautiful pugs? They are trying to basically get to the microphone. Um, I think to eat it, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> well, is it nice and fuzzy? Of course. So, you know, that's attractive. <laughs> hey, just to let you guys know, we are also live on Facebook for the next little bit. We're trying to get uh, Facebook to be a sponsor. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Hi, I was, Facebook. I was trying to look you up on our computer. Um, yes, you 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 have hellos from Carissa Swanigan Upchurch and Barbara Bear and yes, Susan Terry. Hi, um, <clears throat> I feel like I'm not sure when to talk. Why? Because <laughs> everyone's talking. Well, that's how interviews go. Okay, how about, <laughs> since there's four of us, how about I point to someone when it's time to talk? How will they see you point? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ghost of Christmas future, I fear you most of all. <laughs> oh. oh, my Lord. So, um, uh, where are you? Where are you guys right now? We are in Midtown Manhattan on 52nd and 8th. And that's where you've always been for a while. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll be right over. Come on Come over. On over. <laughs> it's like a double date. <laughs> we should be watching like a bad film together. 
Oh, that would be fun. (laughs) Like a really bad horror film. Yes. Well, we, I don't have, I won't let anything like that in this house. (laughs) Yeah. You, of course. So so what were the two of you up to when the, the shutdown happened a year ago? Um, Well, yeah, we were here in the city and we were both working. I mean, Diego was doing his thing, his visual marketing that he does. And, um, and I had just started previews uh, with Mrs. Doubtfire, the musicale, and we had done we had done three performances, and um, yeah, Diego, yeah, and and yeah, we did three performances. Went in for rehearsal on Thursday because we were in previews, so we were still working, and and uh, yeah, during rehearsal that day, we were notified that Broadway was pretty much shutting down at five o'clock that night or whatever. And so. also that day, my boss we closed. That was the day they announced we were closing. And, and Diego, you were working in a physical office away from home? I was working in a physical office down on 39th Street. Yeah. And, and so the two of you, like many others, I guess, just kind of watched the city slowly kind of drain of, I guess, just people. It was like it was like mass exodus. Yeah. And, well, and, and we were part of that, too, because that that Friday, our first day sort of off, um, you know, my, one of my best friends, Elizabeth, she, she's like, I got a house in, you know, upstate. It's huge. We had been there before. She's like, come stay with us. So we took off that Monday and we were out of town for two months. You know, we got there. We thought we were staying for a week. Yeah. We didn't know how long we'd stay, but yeah. And we ended up staying for two months and then we came back to the city and it was a ghost town. Yeah. And we've been here since then and slowly but surely. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly come back, but no, it was weird. And it it did, it all happened sort of very quickly, really, because, you know, the city being the city, until there was something official, you know, people obviously were taking concerns and maybe being hyper aware, but but as far as activity goes and, and the theater and all that and restaurants and, you know, things were still sort of functioning and then it all went, you know, all went south so quickly. That weekend before, Brad's parents were up uh, for his father's 80th we birthday. Huge, we had this huge celebration. We huge weekend. Birthday. We, we went to see so many shows. We saw Company. Of course, that was the last show I saw in a theater. And when we got there, you know, there were people wiping down the seats, which was interesting and, you know, new and, you know, but still everybody gathered in the theater and and, and then one day poof. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Please. I was so thankful. It all, as I said, the way it all happened, uh, my folks, you know, because my folks, God bless, are, are 80, give or take. And so... Yeah, for like. Would you give them a really big hug from me? Oh, yes, they love you. When you can, please, God bless. They're probably listening. So, so yeah, so yeah, that was crazy because uh, because the explosion that happened, of course, right after that, as far as the the cases and infections in the city, um, yeah, it was crazy that that everyone was here going to the theater. You and know, they got to see Mrs. Doubtfire. Please, they so saw the, the the night that they saw Company. I happen to know several members of the cast of this revival of Company. Yeah. You know who got COVID. Yeah. So so there were members of that company who got sick immediately when all of this happened. So you know Matt Doyle could have infected my parents. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but he didn't. I'm sure he sang beautifully and acted wonderfully. Oh, it was great. But anyway, um, you know it was all just so crazy and, and random. But yeah, but we literally escaped this city like the zombies had were, were approaching. It was literally escape from New York, and we were lucky to be upstate and out of the city because it was really creepy. We drove back in a couple times to get stuff because, like Diego said, we didn't anticipate being up, you know, at this house uh, for for almost two months. Um, so yeah, and we'd come back, and yeah, it was really creepy. 
Now I knew Stephen has a question. I just wanted to say Stephen, it's the Connor and Smith show. It's not the Smith and Connor. How many times do I have to show him? Um, hey, do you both have a shot or two in you? We both just got our second shot on Monday. Wait, are we talking drinking? Oh, no. Gotcha. Yes. We are. We're fully it's, vaccinated. It, We're not, you know, it hasn't kicked in, right, for the full two weeks after, but we are, yes. Well, yes. it's so funny. I wanted to, like, hook up with, like, Amazon, a local bar, and the and the a CDC, and, like, create a place called Shots, where basically <laughs> you do shots, get sure. your shots, and then do drunk shopping on Amazon. Sure. <laughs> He's also told this idea to every guest for the past week. So, um Look, hon, until it takes, I give him Shot, credit. shots, and shots. Absolutely. I mean, okay, so what I was going to ask was, uh, I remember when, I think New York, do you remember the date that you guys shut down? Like March 12th, 12th, I think. Was sort I think of- we shut down like a day or two after that. And right. I remember the week leading up to that, where you kind of knew something bad was coming. Right. But you, you still were like, well, uh, I, okay, so what I want to ask is, I'll give you an example or two, then you give me back one. The most ridiculous, the things that you thought were going to be just like unheard of. I remember seeing people riding in buses and they had masks on. I was like, oh, I feel so bad for them. They have to like wear masks. I'm so glad I drive a car, you know, so white and entitled and privileged. Um, <laughs> Then I remember hearing, I hear they're shutting schools down in places. Isn't that ridiculous? What would you do? Um, yeah. So those are two examples where I just could not believe. And then it shut down. Yeah. Do you remember what the week before the shutdown felt like? Was there a sense in the air that something was going to happen? Well, I mean, yeah, because I remember getting a lot of reports of what was happening, of course, over in Europe and stuff. And in England. And so, you know, I felt like it was encroaching coming that, uh, coming this way, as it were. Um, so what I do remember distinctly as far as like the moment when I knew personal, I mean, you know, were you doing a show at the time, Stephen? No, okay. we have we have retired from the theater. Oh, you're no longer on the stage, are you? Either of you. <laughs> the poor well, theater. I, oh, actually, I, we, had, we had composed the music and lyrics yeah. to a show called Cinderella's Dream that was in tech. Okay, so okay. you were, okay. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, yeah, yes, you were in the process. Because, yeah, obviously I know that you guys are writers now, so we actually should probably pay you a bit more respect. But anyway, so <laughs> so I remember... We're still renting. I remember... <laughs> please, I need a job. I remember um, the Wednesday night we were doing the show, and I remember being in the dressing room with with uh, Jay Harrison G, who plays my husband in the show, who is just this extraordinarily talented and beautiful man. And literally, I get the um, the little alert on my phone. The only alerts I really, you know, I get New York Times alerts or whatever, and then baseball scores. And so, New York Times alert: the NBA is suspending its season as of tomorrow, I guess, or whatever it said. And this was Wednesday night during the show. And I turned to Jay and I said, that's it. I said, we're done. We have to be. We, we, it's the responsible thing to do. We can't continue to gather like this in places with everything we know now that's happening. Again, it's so rapidly, you know, the situation changed so quickly. Yeah. You know, my parents would never, we actually had friends that were going to also fly in that weekend because as Dee said, it was my dad's 80th. 
but uh, they were coming from Lexington, Kentucky, and they did indeed cancel and say, we just, we just don't feel yeah. comfortable flying. And I said, I understand, of course. <laughs> Excuse me. So, so yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I remember the NBA shutting down and, and thinking, well, that's it. That's just, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop. And, and you know, and then they told us at the meeting uh, that we were closing down for four weeks until Easter. <laughs> at that point, that was somehow going to, I don't know how that was determined or, you know, looking back now, it's hilarious. Because Easter is a magical weekend. Yeah, we were all going to yes. risen, right? Guess what? We're going to all risen. Yeah. Well, I remember four weeks to slow the spread. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I, 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 I was, like Brad said, I work in visual marketing now. So my, one of my clients is Nike. And we were knee deep in a big project that was installing the following week in several of New York City stores. And at that point, Brad was rehearsing all the time. And we, we, you know, when he's doing a show, we're totally on opposite schedules. I get up in the morning, he's sleeping. I come home from work. We have an hour. He has to go to the show. He comes home. I'm in bed. And that's what it was, was like. And so I don't even remember seeing masks really before it all happened. I feel like, and literally, I feel like earlier that week we were joking in my office, like someone sneezed or something. And someone was like, COVID, COVID, mm. you know, and we were like, ha, ha, ha. And then, yeah, it was, it felt a little more sudden for me. I mean, I knew it was, something was coming and we were bound for something, but. Yeah, no, it was weird. Well, uh, since we like to talk about all things creative on our little um, podcast or whatever this is, we're in our living room with two dogs. I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> one snoring, one's farting. Diego, 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 what is this job? Uh, it's, it's, it's about like, marketing for businesses like like nike so most of my clients would be in the luxury fashion beauty or retail clients so you know like ted baker london is my client christian dior is a client of mine i i basically only worked in their fine jewelry sort of department so we made like you know a beautiful vitrine to display their jewelry <laughs> you know the most recent one is up on the 57th street boutique we did their um jewelry their grand salon is what they call it and their whole bridal, you know, the, their Altier made, or however you say that word, the person who makes the clothing for the line made these little mini dresses. And so there's these beautiful little mini dresses in this little vitrine with wedding rings as the star. Um, so yeah, just visuals, you know, anything you might see in a window display, printed signage in a department store, you know, stuff like that. So what you're telling me is that you are living your best Kiss of the Spider-Woman Molina life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Although, you know, since COVID, it, my, my business has been, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm starting sort of over, as it were. But yes. Um, absolutely. Melina, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. Did you have you never put that together? No, of course I did. I mean, yeah, I, I played I that role at, at, at Kensington I, Arts. I know your Spider-Woman is listening. <laughs> my Spider-Woman right, is listening. Exactly. exactly. Was Chris the Spider-Woman? Yes. yes. Not quite that fabulous. Like, you know, like, like, um, um, you know, what's that show that, that, that department store in London? What? That, that, what's Her that? Harrods? Not Harrods, the other one. Starts uh, with an uh, S, I think. Uh, suffrages? Harris suffrages. Peter. That, suffrages. That suffrages. And suffrages. I, I watched that show and oh, all suffrages. those you know, department store, that beautiful, glamorous life of doing all the windows. That would be amazing. Uh -huh. But um, yes, almost. Or like Rhoda. Rhoda did windows. Yeah. For those older listeners out there, <laughs> Rhoda yes. did windows. Um, so uh, have, has your job changed? Like, tell us how, 
because that's storytelling too. It's just a different exactly. kind of storytelling. Totally. And the same old hustle um, too. It's ironic. Diego always says he left one, you know, shitty business for another as far as that goes, because uh, it's the you know, same you're thing. You're selling yourself you're, just as yeah. an actor auditioning. And he's still, you know, you're just trying to get clients, get jobs, and make you'll, them happy. You'll get a gig for a client and then something, it'll work out. It'll work out great. You might hear again, you might not, or it might work out horribly and you never hear again. Or, <laughs> you know, it's the same, you know, kind of, kind of thing. As, as two people who are pros at selling themselves, we understand. Yes. Well, we're all whores. Yeah, um, we're all whores. We're all whores. I, I think my favorite job was when I was a janitor at one of the theaters growing up because I didn't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> I would walk around and sweep. I would sweep and scrub toilets. Oh, True story. Really? Tyra, where <laughs> are you? I went, the, I went the hour. Tyra. Oh, my God. The visual is killing me right now. Hmm? Oh, God. <laughs> Matt still also lives under the uh, the dream that Tyra Banks is still on TV. Um, <laughs> she is somewhere with a show, I guess. Um, so, so, yeah. so, what I was saying <laughs> saying is that uh, it's still storytelling. It's visual storytelling. So, t- how did the visual storytelling change through the pandemic? That's it. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I remember while we were up in LaGrange for the first two months of the pandemic, you know, our, we were still able to work. And, you know, even though a lot of people's business, you know, immediately froze. um, And we were one of the beneficiaries of the first round of PPP loans. So that was helpful. But all of a sudden we were, you know, sort of pivoting and selling, selling COVID related stuff. And that felt really weird and gross to me at first. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not making money off of COVID. You know, it was like all these people wanted were sanitation station and COVID signages and all these uh, acrylic barriers that we had to make. You know, um, you could buy them online super cheap. We had to compete with them that. And then higher end clients wanted them bedazzled, like within an inch of their life. (laughs) And, you know, it was all COVID, 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 COVID. And it was just weird at first. And then I I had to get over it and be like, this is what people want anyway and need at this point. So that was that was an interesting shift. And then also we were, you know, my company tried a few different, you know, we, we, at one point we were, we were in the puzzle business because, you know, our boss couldn't find a puzzle to buy online for his family. So he thought, well, we're, you know, we're in the printing business because, you know, we do a lot of printing. Um, Why don't we do puzzles? So we sort of tried it and it just failed miserably. And then we had like, you know, um, uh, we tried to do branch out into the home, you know, because we have a, a great millworking team and we make a ton of custom fat uh, cabinetry for you know, certain clients. So we were like, let's do home renovations because a lot of people were renovating their homes. And we had a couple hits here and there, but you know, again, it was, you know, most of our clients are in the retail business, so. As a side note, PPP loan makes me giggle every time <laughs> yeah, I hear it. Me too. <laughs> Steven. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> all, it's almost Easter. It's because. Oh, oh, oh Paz laughed too. Our, our dog loved that one. <laughs> the, the thing that always cracks me up is that there's PPP loans and then there's PPE, yeah. which is the. And, it, and it's like I'm going to have a stroke just trying to separate all these, you know, <laughs> initials. Right, extra P. Um, yeah. PPP, PPE. <laughs> I, I, um, Brad, I have a question about if I was on the Pepsi-Cola board and having a meeting with Joan Crawford. <laughs> yeah. And I... Ha- Those, that's for the older yes. listeners. Joan Crawford. Okay. Yeah, remember her yeah. and Tyra? <laughs> um, 
if I was someone who had, was like a, a backer for your show, uh, Mrs. Galfire, now, am, am I waiting for that show to actually remount or come back? Or how does that work in a in the New York sense oh, of things? I was hoping things? I was just going to get the opportunity to say, don't fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> did you know, a little tidbit, did you know that Mrs. Doubtfire has so many takes from Robin Williams doing anyway, anything from nasty to silly to whatever that it it could it could have at the time fit in into any film rating. Yeah, they well they just uh, yeah they just talked about yeah, yeah that there, there's all these outtakes so they can make an R-rated version of the film and yeah exactly. Oh, one can only imagine. That's just brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah. hysterical. So what happens we, with uh, that? Whole well, here's process? the deal. We are um, because we were where we were in the process as far as literally just we had done an out of town tryout in Seattle, so we had worked on the show there, of course, and then we had come back to New York and went back into rehearsal and um, started performances. You know, we hadn't opened yet officially as far as the press and critics and reviews and all that stuff. So we, you know, we're at the, just as you guys were in tech. I mean, it's like you're at, it's the best part of the process in a way, right? Everything's possible. You're so excited. It's a, I truly believe we have a really great show, very special show an extraordinary performance by Rob McClure in the lead role. Um, we were all just so excited to bring this show to New York, you know, and, um, so, yeah, it's a very exciting time. So it was, yes, so, you know, even more jarring, I think, even more like, uh, to be, to just have it, you know, whisked away. But anyway, uh, everybody is fully behind the production. They are, we, we will start back up again. We will, we will continue where we left off, basically, or actually, well, believe me, we'll be going back a lot. I mean, it'll take, you know, putting all these shows back up, depending, it's going to take a couple months for each production. And it depends on, again, each one will be its own thing um but um but we will happen we will happen when it's smart to come back because you don't want to come back too soon you know i mean it's we we want the ideally in the fall best best case best case scenario in the fall (laughs) the some of the big ones like hamilton and let's get you know wicked lion king uh uh, mormon chicago whatever it is get back some of the tent poles uh, get people coming back to the theater confirm that people are coming back to the theater because you don't want to open a new show, a big new musical like ours, which obviously costs a pretty penny to do. Um, you know, Broadway needs to operate at 100% capacity, ideally, for every show. Um, just the economics of Broadway, as we know, the supply and demand, how expensive it is, blah, blah, blah. So um, anyway, that's a long way of saying that I anticipate, hopefully, everything goes well, we'll be showing up uh, sometime at the beginning of next year but i don't think it will be before that um because like i said you know we need we need families we need yeah. group sales we need all the things that are the lifeblood tourists of this industry uh specifically in this city you know i'm hoping dc you know cities like that as far as the thriving theater communities that exist in in all these other cities around the country that um uh, the theaters will be able to get back sooner because of either reduced capacity or just different capacity, different economics, all that stuff. But Broadway is a, you know, the bigger they come, the harder they fall. And so we need things to be back really, you know, at full strength, if you will, um, to make it work. And that's always been the case, you know, in so many ways. Right. Um, So, yeah, but it's going to happen. Happen sometime. Yeah. (laughs) My my biggest takeaway from that was I loved how you referred to 
the Hamiltons, the Wicked's as the tent poles. I never thought of it that way in the ecosystem of Broadway. But yeah. You're absolutely I mean, right. Yeah. These are your like right, institutions. Right. Phantom. I mean, they become um, well because we also live in a time. I mean, you know, things have changed. When I was growing up, you know, there were long running shows, but they weren't like tourist attractions, if you will. And I'm not in any way. That's not a pejorative. But but you know, things like Phantom and and Lion King and and uh, and even Hamilton to an extent, and this is all good, but they become like, you know, tourist attract, which is great because what more do you want for a show to be something when, when you go to New York, you got to go to the, you know, Empire State Building, the Statue of Liberty, and you got to see Hamilton or you got to see Lion King or whatever, you know, that might be. They've right. become um, like brick and mortar yeah. stores, yeah. you know, which is theater is always usually so right. ephemeral, you know, that that. It's so rare, I guess, in our lifetimes, we've seen that, uh, I guess, from the, the Andrew Lloyd Webber right. world. Because shows never forward. ran that long. I mean, I remember when Fiddler on the Roof became the longest running musical sometime in the 70s. And at that point, it had run for like seven years, eight years. I don't, not even that probably. And it was the longest running musical at the time, then surpassed by Greece, you know, which was a dark day. But then, my God, all of a sudden... <laughs> You know, you've got a show that's been running on Broadway since I moved practically to the city in 1987. I mean, that is unheard. I mean, it was unheard of. So, yeah, it's, it was, it's amazing. Yeah. But anyway, yes, it, it, as far as brand recognition, being able to point to those things and say, yep, that's a New York institution. Phantom of the Opera, Lion King. You know, God bless. Let them thrive. Absolutely. I felt like the night that I performed at the Triad was also they still, they still talk about that. I, I, I... Was was also some 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 kind of institution. Uh, like ratchet? Like ratchet. Yeah. That kind of institution. Yes, he ended up institutionalized ratchet. after. Oh my gosh, don't get me started about talking about John Hinckley and the institution when oh. we did assassins. <laughs> oh don't shoot. Don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. <laughs> I got to I, I got to spend the afternoon with John Hinckley. Here we go. Know, I'm gonna go get a drink. No, I remember back. that story. I've heard that story. That's a fabulous story. Incredible. That's crazy. Now, Diego, is that the first time that we hung out and met was during Assassins? No. We met. Did you know Stephen before Damn Yankees? No. Well, yes, I'd, I'd, I'd met Stephen. I think Stephen, we met when we did, like, you got to have heart for the Washington Nationals. You know, I think that's how, and that was like our, you know, our like our toe in the water, as it were, for getting cast in the show. And and Correct. that's how we met. And then, Matt, I, I met you during Damn Yankees, I believe. Yes. That's yeah. And that's how my mother fell in love with you. How She's is good. Mom? She's also double vaxxed. We're going to see them in a few weeks, finally. Um, oh, please yes, send her I my will. love. I will. She sends her best, too. I always remember when she made empanadas oh, for everybody. Yeah. Everybody, of course. That's she's, she's like known for that. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So you get to go see her. That's really exciting. I look. For, I haven't seen this. Is I never have gone this long without seeing my mother. It's it's like I have a list of yeah. Well, that's good <laughs> because that's, that's good true. because you can you know there's plenty of ways to get out of things these days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you can tell us, but we like the COVID really kind of made us go through the emotional mm -hmm. Facebook of friends, mm -hmm. not friends, but just sort of lukewarm colleagues of like, no, 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 no. 
we we were not as close as you thought we were, and now COVID is taking <laughs> care of it. Yeah, I may never see you again. <laughs> Who cares? See, there are good things so, to come of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of good things. Yes. Stephen, I know about <laughs> your good things. No, I'm I, I'm one, I'm saying <laughs> dot 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 what? Oh, okay. It's a My dance, gosh. boys. So, it's a dance. It is. It is a dance. Um. What I know that everyone's been like learning tons of stuff like during this year, like languages and baking and different things. Have you guys discovered any brand new? Like, well, by the way, I can do the cha cha. Uh, no, I please let it be the cha cha because I want to make sure that the samba. No, I. Um. Yes, we've we've uh, our refrigerator has never been more full. That's true. We've I have never been. gone through. This much flour and sugar and brown sugar and baking soda and, <laughs> and vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. And, Madagascar vanilla. You know, Brad has really become quite a baker and a chef during this um, past year. And by what by that he means, yes, I have been baking and cooking and more. Well, obviously because you know every night it's like, what the hell are we doing for dinner? Right? You can't order in every night. God knows. No, actually, no. we've been no, we've been making dinner most nights. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but that's and that's just sort of by necessity. So, but he makes the most incredible oatmeal oh, scotchies, yeah. <laughs> oatmeal cookies with yeah. butterscotch chips. Our goddaughter are, is just in love with them. Can't get enough of them. No, all the best things. I've but made in my are opinion, he makes the you. most incredible. And it, his sister started the recipe. Her cookies. They have their chocolate chip cookies with toffee. They are just to <laughs> die for. So, Brad, I clearly am not your manager. Why? Because you would fire me but because I, I was too fat. No, I'm thinking, like, what about an 11 o'clock at, at the curtain every night at the end of the show, outside the theater, a little a little <laughs> food truck that's called Brad's. I love that and idea. And no. it's a win-win. After show snacks. Everyone leaves. No. Everyone leaves. That's like... Everyone leaves no, with a Brad like, cookie. That's like everyone saying, "Why don't you, why don't you make a CD? Why don't you make an album?" I'm like, "No, I enjoy. I'll sing because I enjoy singing. I'll sing a song, whatever. I don't necessarily want to have to put together an album." Blah blah. I mean, this is the illusion I'm thinking of all of a sudden. I mean, I enjoy it, you know, for what it is, and obviously we have people for dinner or whatever. But no, I have no delusions of grandeur as far as that goes. So we're we're taking away uh, just because I know how to change the oil. I'm not going to open a garage. Exactly. Sure. Although I, I want him to give. Wow, a, like I'm a, still thinking about that. Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> I haven't figured I, I it out yet make either. Him so. give the just because I of Doubtfire like a dozen cookies and offer to sell them at the concession stand, <laughs> you know, for pro some of the proceeds, of course. Yeah. yeah, because that's just what we want to do when we get back <laughs> from a pandemic where we're yeah yeah. yeah I want homemade baked goods in the True. lobby. That yeah. sounds great. Vicky Oscar just commented, those are my exactly. famous cookies. Oh, I love it. I love Incredible. it. Yeah. Yeah. So can't one can't one of the cookies at the stand called called the yes. Victoria? And Victoria makes the most amazing toffee. Victoria's a great chef. We at our Jeez, wedding, Victoria, you yes. know, every we had we had packages of to of Victoria's toffee at wait, our wait, as wait. gifts, take yeah. Yeah. Wait. Are you are you trying to say that you're married to each other? We are. Yes, we were married. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes, I've you? read about that. <laughs> I saw a movie once. Well, I think Victoria definitely trained 
my husband for me because oh, me the, and Victoria are, are very much similar in many the madness ways. of Diego. Yeah. You know. uh, <laughs> um, I love to cook. I'm a, I'm yeah. a huge foodie. I love to try new things. I love to figure out like what's in things. Steven, not much. so <laughs> much. I'm always yeah. in the kitchen by myself, and I know that there's going to be a movie made about it Matt somewhere. In the by himself. Oh. Just like crying with a glass of wine as he cooks Stephen's oh, breakfast for the next oh, day. I, you know, I always, love. when Brad's cooking, I ask if he wants my help, and he always says no. So I say, okay. Well, and I just always. go back to, not always, well, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he always has everything under control. He's really become quite I also, a I also ended up watching a lot of that America's Test Kitchen and Cook's Country, which are two of these shows on, I think, PBS affiliates, basically. And, um, you know, they're a little more, they're not just like your average food network cooking show or whatever, because they're just a little more realistic, I feel, or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, and that has gotten me started because, you know, you'll watch them make something and you think, oh, well, that looks delicious and I love that or whatever. And so, yeah, so I'll give it a whirl. But, you know, I'm, I'm, oh, a, you know, I stick to that. I'm a, I'm a recipe, uh, you know, for that as far as like really trying to stick to, oh, you know, what don't ask tell you him to, to add do. any extra cheese because he <laughs> well, won't. I'm just saying, you, 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 you know, especially the first time you make something, you should make it like the recipes mm -hmm. and then go from there. Mm -hmm. yeah, listen to this. Yeah, and there is, there is, there's definitely a science in well, baking. Especially baking, right, exactly. Kind yes. of baking's a whole different Yes, thing. no, but, but Diego just always wants to like, you know, well, double the garlic. I'm like, I'm not going to double the garlic. I love garlic. I love garlic. We even have a scale. When Brad bakes, he measures everything out on the scale. It's very Alton Brown. It's the only scale I'm getting on. I tell you one thing. If a cooking show comes across the TV as I am flipping channels, it is like all I do is just sit there and just watch. What's next? What are they going to do to it next? Oh, I should try that. Oh, that looks good. Totally. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. Crazy. You know, what I love too is, you know, you watch these shows, of course, and they're like, and this, and then add that, and boom, boom, boom. You know, all of their mise en place yeah. is done. I mean, you know, all all the cutting and the peeling and the chopping and the weighing and all that Michigas is, you know, takes oh, a exactly. long time. I mean, that's over half of the, the, the job, if you will. Um, so, yeah, when you watch them do it on, on, on TV, of course, it's bing, bang, boom, you know. And I'll do that a lot too. I will get everything in place so that when I actually go to cook, you know, I can most of the time try to bing, bang, boom. <laughs> Brad, you are using some $14 uh, words uh -huh. tonight. Did I'm I? really impressed. Oh. Really? Oh, Michigan. Michigan. You get 10 points. Yes, $14 Yiddish word, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so have you guys, through the pandemic, binged anything new anything that you guys oh, have really yes. gotten into oh, yeah i mean a lot let's of... see together we we're we're all we're three quarters of the way through the almost three quarters of the way through the crown yeah we never yeah <gasps> we had never oh watched the crown we watched finally, so we finally this is the most that. recent but we started of course last year at this time i remember with everybody with tiger king Course. Tiger King, right? Of course, who didn't? <laughs> um, I watched Handmaid's Tale, Game of Thrones. I'd never seen it until the pandemic. Watched the whole thing. Um, Brad wasn't really that into it. We watched Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. We enjoyed. We watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I love What We Do in the so Shadows. So fun. Yeah. Um, did you watch that? Oh, we did loved you know? Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, Ted Lasso. Really great on Apple yeah. TV. 
I have not watched one really? of these that you have mentioned. Yeah. Oh, I'm I surprised you haven't a few. watched what we yeah. do in the shadows. That it's. I what are you implying, you sir? It's all some and fun. If I had to it. bet my life on it, yeah. I I you know <laughs> never bet on me for a. a <laughs> I I like things that yeah. I'll get around to that show five six years from now and say yeah. hey you guys this show like like I'm currently doing right. with The Office I'm like <laughs> hey has anybody seen The Office this is amazing but we were I was never around to see these when they were right. on TV because I was doing shows and I didn't have a TiVo or something so I I just if if it wasn't on when I was home I didn't watch it. So now I'm like, yeah. you guys, there's a show. Yeah. And people are like, uh, yeah, we know. Something we know else about we've done office. is also we've, um, Brad started it when he was the first time a long time ago, we went down to DC to visit his parents. He he just started watching The Amazing Race wow. from the beginning, season one, even because I got him into the show when we met, but we couldn't, you know, I don't remember what season we started. So we just started watching just random, you know, seasons in order of that. And that's been really fun to just look back on. Um, just mindless, you know, sort of TV that you, you know, you've seen, but you totally forgot what happened. I literally <laughs> uh, can't, could never pick out who won, even though I'd seen every episode. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that people have already gone through, uh, yeah, we just started. Oh, oh yeah, Ozark, another one. Yeah. You know, so, as well. Yes. Yeah, and I I did the same thing. I was kind of like, okay, what's the big deal right. about the crown? And I started watching. Totally. And was like, oh my god! And then every episode, yeah, I was well, like, that's what's so that cool really about it, right? It's like not only the you know performances are great and and all that and the intrigue and the family stuff, but the historical, the, the, the bigger picture, and and the way they, uh, yeah, the way you know in, in each episode, yes, there's sort of like a big picture, and then the family as well, and yeah, these stories that are told. Yes, there's so much history that I. Had no clue yeah. about. Are you? Uh, did you guys already see oh, the Kennedy yeah. episode? Yeah, we're at Kennedy the beginning episode. of season. Wait. Oh no, that's the end of season two. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Of course. Yes, we did. Sorry. Yes. And and when uh, have you seen when Princess Margaret goes no. to the White House with no? Uh, that's Johnson. where we are now because Princess we're... Margaret just turned into Helena Bottom Carter. You know. Yeah. Yes. Oh gosh, I was up to uh, that. And we'll see. So, I mean, we've all, again. I think we've only there. seen one episode of the third season. So, yeah. So they've all just tried. So we're getting used to. It's so interesting a new because cast you, of get, characters. you fall in love with the actors, you know, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You you will. I think you oh, will end up one. loving them I both. I the same great before. Yeah. 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 They're really good, and so was that. So I was, was the girl from that. Queen's Gambit. That little girl was so amazing that when she, when we knew she was over, it was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, when my friend said you need to watch this, uh, my friend Ryan Howbrook, if you're out there, Ryan, hey ho. Um, Are you hey, calling ho? Ho? Hey, ho? No, just say hey ho. Even I am trained in the old <laughs> Gaul language, which is now French. Continue. Um, I'll allow it. Anyways, and I thought, and I thought, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm not going to like this movie about chess. I mean, blah blah blah. And then, um, you know, of course, start watching. Was like, oh my god, this is filmed so cool. It was, yeah, and really good performances. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just interesting, different, totally. And you heard that it's been opted now to be a musical option to be a musical. Of Of course. course. Are you? We're writing it, of course. Yeah, 
I'm actually yeah. Uh, there's a song called uh, yeah. Nobody's on Nobody's yeah, right. Side. Yeah, works. it's called Chess yeah. too. Yes. There's no a song. I I think it should be called Chess on the Ceiling. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Chess yeah. wasn't that cool though? Yeah. 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 I'm currently doing. I'm traveling back in time and doing a deep dive of all the films of John Waters. I have yeah. seen most of them before, but yeah. some I have never seen. So I just. Matthew got me something that was on my Amazon wish list for a long time, and I don't know how much he paid for it, but I'm guessing a fortune. A VHS copy of yeah. Mondo Trasho, which which is his first, it wasn't his first, but it was the first kind of semi-legit movie. Um, and today I just finished Multiple Maniacs, and that's the sec- second time I've seen it. So I have I've secured every one of his films, and... I think I've seen all of them, but watching them in succession and then rewatching them with commentary immediately after I watch it the first time. Um, he also got me John's latest book, uh, which is Mr. Know-It-All. It also was very <laughs> expensive and I had to had very specific, I had very specific directions to meet someone behind Walgreens for uh, the, <laughs> that's the, not true. The drop off. It's not true. But uh, so that's, that's, that's the kind of counter <laughs> counterculture yeah, yeah. I'm kind of into yeah, right, right now. That's, 70s counterculture uh, warfare. So I'm actually reading Big Magic. I do no. not. Do either of you know Big Magic? Uh, it's by the same woman that, that mm-hmm. wrote, uh. wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And it's about tackling your fear of, ang- mm-hmm. of uh, creativity. Oh. Yeah. Not the, not the fear. It's about just overcoming... Right. Right. Everything with creativity. Anyways, what do you guys what do you guys I'm reading? Anything? Reading, I have something to tell you by Chastin Buttigieg. Yeah. Oh, I'm nice. New Stephen King. Um, which uh, one? I just started. What's it called? It's a oh the the one you yeah. You also have one in your in bedside. Um, it's um, oh, honey, go find out what it's called because I'm obviously having. Tr- I literally just started it. Um. It's about a boy. What? Later. Later? Yeah, later. Just later? Yeah. So I guess that's why I forgot. It's called Later. I haven't even heard of it. um, Do tell. You know, he writes these. uh, They're called. They're hard case crime novel. They're under. They 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 look like you know those fifties dime store novels. Um, And he's written a couple under this banner. I don't really know how they differ from his other stuff. You know, he's just so prolific. He just keeps writing and. Most of it is I just find very entertaining and fun and sometimes scary, but but actually really, you know, psychologically well-written and fun. So anyway, he wrote a book called Joyland a couple of years ago under this. Yes. <clears throat> and then there's yeah. another one called The Colorado Kid I see on the back here. But this one is called Later. And it is about, well, I just started it. But it's about a young man who for the about 24 to 48 hours after someone dies, he can see them and communicate with them. And they have to tell the truth. In- so there's the setup. Yeah. So he's going to be yeah, a valuable uh, asset, I assume. Maybe it's going to be like Firestarter or something like that, maybe. I don't know. But you know. I'm a, yeah. I'm a huge King fan. I actually just finished a reread oh, of Needful Things, really which I hadn't read right? for a long time. That's another thing. We watched yeah. The Stand. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The new Stand was yeah. good, right? Yes. Good. We did, too. Well, wait a minute. 
I, I, I have to say, until I found out that Steven rewrote yeah. the ending, yeah. as I was watching it, my, my like atomic bombs were going off from my forehead. I was like, right. people yeah. are going to be really mad yeah. about this. This and is Brad not how this goes. Right. <laughs> yes, but I had read that as well. And I was like, well, if the master says it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when we, we were watching the very last episode, we were like, we have to watch. It's on tonight. Here we go. We were both like, Oh my gosh! What's what? Are they telling us what happened in the story <laughs> for dummies? There, there was a, there were a few moments that were like, "What were you thinking yeah. back then in the car?" You know, and like, you know, let's tee up my next line. But um, well, there was a scene where the two of them were like looking off of a cliff into the water or something in yeah wherever they were right? in, yeah, in yeah. New England or wherever yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it was some sort of question, like so. So, what have you learned so far? But I think to stand or something. It was but sort of I, like, so how'd you learn all those but lines? So I went back. I think it, it it ended though the same way it ends in the book, or the ex, you know, there's that extended version of the book as well. So yeah, but you know what? Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. I just the you know the 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 novel which I've read. That's one of the few books I've read twice, actually. Yeah. Um, I just think it's yep, fantastic. And yeah, so right. So to to try to put that on the screen in any way. And, you know, I thought they did an okay job. What was it? 25, almost 30 years ago, right? The miniseries in the 90s with uh, Rob Lowe and, and yep, God, a whole yep. bunch of people, Gary Sinise. And yeah. Um, yeah, but but Randall Flagg was yeah, a lot hotter yes, this he was time hot. But wait, who was he the first time? Like Jamie Sheridan, right? Yeah, who I like a lot anyway. And he, yes, he shared yes. hot too when he was here. <laughs> but yes, Randall Flagg should be. I mean, he should be hot, of course. He's, 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 he's the devil. He's devil, you know, of course. But, but Jamie Sheridan yes, did right. not no. levitate while <laughs> nude. Yes. Yeah. I think I did. Well, I thought that's what happened at the triad. I'm so, Well, I'm getting my stories confused. <laughs> No. Well, it started. We started at tracks, and then we uh, moved to the and and uh, oh Taylor Taylor Dane was my understudy. Oh God! Hey, Diego, do you remember Santa Claus in uh, our assassins, Andy Brownstein? Uh, do you remember his Stephen no. King story? Do you, Stephen? Yes. Okay, so he was in Maine at one point, like in a like in a Seven Eleven convenience store, right? Mm -hmm. And like this, and and Andy's like standing at the like the 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 pop section, like looking at the pops, like which pop should I get? And he didn't know how long he was standing there, and all of a sudden a voice says, "You're gonna stand there oh, all day," wow, and it's Stephen really? King. Wow. I I can't remember how he reacted. I think he was very awkward yeah. and uh, you know, embarrassed. Um, but nothing beats. Um, oh God, who met Emily Skinner? Matt Matthew um, Anderson. Of Matt course. Anderson. I, Do I remember Matt Anderson. Oh God, have you no. ever heard his story about meeting Emily Skinner? So oh, he God. was at the Kennedy Center, <laughs> and he got in the elevator with Emily Skinner who was already in there and he didn't know what to do. He, his little gay heart was beating. He wanted to say something. And the only thing that came out right before the next floor where she was to get off, he put on this voice that he has no idea where the voice came from. It just, he said it like this, <laughs> he went, hello, Emily Skinner, big fan. 
And she basically was like, oh, no, thank you, you know, and walked out. <laughs> Hello, Emily Skinner. Oh, Poor Emily. Uh, I love it. Are you kidding? He has that story for the rest of his life. I know, but I wonder if that's I, the reason I he have left a, the country. I have a fun, interesting <laughs> Maybe. celebrity story like that. Uh, we were uh, for Only Make Believe, which is another co company I've been a cast member for 10 years. Um, they yes. have a gallery year. And Dina Hammerstein, our, our founder, uh, um, her son, Simon, owns this, this really cool place called The Box. And they actually film a lot of shows there, like Gotham was, is filmed. Uh, um, Jada Pinkett Smith's character owned this bar, and that was The Box, I believe. Anyway, this really cool French-inspired place where they did, like, you know, provocative shows and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, it, they rented it out to have the after party. And I'm in the bathroom. And Alan Cumming was the host that evening or a performer. I don't remember. He's done a lot of only make-believe stuff. And I had met him earlier that evening. And I'm in the bathroom, which is all black and mirrors. So everything's black and mirrors. It's very dark and sexy. And I'm washing my hands and I hear, Diego, is it? And I look in the mirror and it's him next to me. And he had remembered my name. I nearly kaplotzed on the floor. And Oops, it was just, just hearing that <laughs> Scottish accent. And then, you know, seen him many times afterwards and, and he's photobombed that Tony picture of Tony Knight in 2015. We were at the some hotel for some party and, you know, me, Brad, his parents and his sister in the lobby. And there comes Alan coming and he's wearing some kilt and, you know, we're trying to take a picture and he photobombs. But, you know. That I love that. I I, I don't think. Yeah, we, I, we well, we have a lot of stories, but I don't think we should keep <laughs> yeah, going that sure. route. It's going to be ours. Um, so we've been doing this thing with everybody uh, who's been not everybody. We just thought of it a couple weeks ago, but um, we made this wish box thing where basically the, the little shoe box you, you make when you are getting mm -hmm. your Valentine's in elementary school. Remember? And but this is a, a box that we ask our guests if you had one wish, doesn't matter what it is right now, uh, what would that wish be? I write it down and then it's put into the wish box with your name attached to it. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Been in like a year of guests. It mm. might be a really interesting coffee table book. Who knows? Um, but uh Diego or Brad, whichever feels ready to go first, with the top of your head, what do you wish? Well, the first thing that I thought of, and it's extremely just selfish, I guess, but I'd love to win um, the <laughs> Publishers Clearinghouse, like $7,000 a week prize that is totally and, valid is brad totally gets this valid. publisher's i fill it i fill everything out for <laughs> publisher's clearinghouse for some reason yeah, um, it's an obsession i don't really put that much effort into a lot of other things but that would be fun <laughs> like okay that. yay <laughs> i know i wish world peace well, but, uh, believe me but first bring a lot of yeah peace to a big part of the world <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. at least your household, yeah. I wish that... Brad, what about you, we, buddy? I, I wish that we all come out of this, you know, just better. I, that's so general, I guess. But, you know, I wish, uh, I hope, but I wish too, yes, that it has um, 
I think especially, I guess, uh, you know, I'm specifically in the arts because that's what we do and that's the world that, you know, so we live in, so many of us live in. And so um, I wish that uh, the absence of the, some of the stuff that we love so much, will, you know, the, the, the reemergence of that uh, will come with that much more love and passion and, and, and just, and better. And, you know, cause we've changed a lot. I think humanity has changed a lot over the last year. You know, my God, all the racial stuff alone is just overwhelming, but much less how we've taken care of each other, how we've not taken care of each other. And, you know, just what we've all realized about the world we live in, the country we live in, you know, how divided we we are and continue to be. And so anyway, I just, you know, I know it sounds a little. Can I change my answer now? Oh, no, because that's, I think it's our answers are both the same side of the coin. I mean, you know, you're wishing for a publisher's clearinghouse so that. You know, because everybody, you think money, especially in a year when, you know, I've made no money, right? I've been totally unemployed. It's like, you know, we've been able to survive. Thank God. You know, we're not complaining. So many people have had such, you know, deserve a publisher's clearinghouse much more than we do. But I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to live comfortably and have a good time. You know, we're not the kind of, you know, I mean, again, it depends on who you are and, and whatever. But um, it's the good things I would do with that money. Yes, please. You know. Well, you guys both know you. I mean, that's why I fell in love of with you. Of course. Just, he's one of the, he's got a heart as big as anyone I've ever, ever met. And uh, yes. So, yes, I think everyone should pray that he wins this publisher's <laughs> going house. Write in to Stephen and, and tell them to put you in the wish box. Especially young composer. I wish that Diego wins and gives me $10,000. <laughs> everyone who writes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's it's interesting to think about all the things that we have taken for granted because yeah. they, we never thought that they would go away. And even even down to something as simple, simple as seeing your parents. And uh, I, I just I can't imagine how much more appreciative I hope that we all are after this is is yeah. over um, and that we, we kind of just are grateful more for all the, the moments that we can share, including these moments we've shared oh, with you we've guys. It. We really appreciate you, you taking yeah, your totally. time. Thank yeah, you. Thank boys. you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. To, good to talk thank to you guys. You. Love to all your family. Yes. I want to, I'm going to do a follow up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And love to your family truck. as well, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh and love He sends How's, his love. How's that Chica doing? Which, Which one's, one's Fred? Fred? Oh, I you know Fred. 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 Oh. Fred's the one that I've Which known since Fred? a time called the mid to late 70s people. So let's not even start down that path. Mm. Do y'all think you would be able to throw together a damn Yankees revival? Yes, exactly. Oh, that was uh, such place. a special time. Yeah. Please, that's where we all met. That's where I met Diego. Yeah. 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 I want a revival in oh, uh, well, national all right, stadium. All right, but let's not I bring mean, up the Nationals today. Not, not happy with your Nationals. Yeah. And I'll say your Nationals. Oh, oh I, is so this they, a sports reference? I don't understand. I'm not so I won't comment. What I'm saying was, I don't understand about the Nationals. No. I'm a, please. That's the irony. I've often referred to myself <laughs> as a Renaissance fag. I mean, you know, I'm a huge sports fan. And uh, I mean, as far as watching sports, not playing sports, believe me. It's very sexy. But yeah, but you know, tonight's today's first day of baseball. And tonight at, at seven o'clock, ironically, I was like, oh my uh. God, did we schedule this tonight? Well, 
the game was can- the, the Mets, my New York Mets, mine. I own them because we won the Publishers Clearinghouse. But but the New York Mets uh, yeah. were uh, set yes. to open against the Washington Nationals at that beautiful National Stadium. And a couple of Nationals got COVID. So, yeah, they canceled. Yeah, so the first so game of the season. Oh, okay. Very upset about it, you know. Oh, that's uh, you know, they were probably imagine, sharing a bunk you know, or something, story. but nonetheless, uh, yeah, it sort of sucks. It's quite a way to start the season, I think. You know, I mean, at this point, you know, I'm hoping uh, again, hopefully, in a couple well, of weeks, everybody can get vaccinated. And you know, these guys, you know, because they're making an effort to to also vaccinate um, arts work, you know, in the city here, performers and people backstage and whatever, just to get not not to have anybody jump the line, but to get people in the industry to be able to go back to work and be in an environment where we can be together, you know? And in that way, sports figures, it's the same thing. Sure. Like, Ship a few batches to each team and shoot up. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, in absolutely. Many, exactly. That's the Look economic at the money driver that those of the city. are going to bring in. Look at what was lost tonight with, with mm. however reduced capacity we're talking about to begin with. So anyway, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to get upset about right. baseball. <laughs> anyway, but damn Yankees, but damn Yankees. See, that's the other side of that I didn't even know it was opening day. Comedy. That was like your 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 dream well, is, like combination of sport and musical theater. A huge part of my life. I mean, we don't have time to talk about that, but it was one of the first shows I ever saw live on stage. Gwen Verdon, Ray Walston on tour in like seventy two or something. So it was. Oh, I wore out my parents' album and blah blah blah, and then I end up doing the show that is like one of my first touchstones at arena stage and meeting my husband come on it's all beshert and there's another yiddish word for you it's a win-win did yeah. you ever watch the uh fossey verdon of course uh, right oh god oh my gosh it was even made and then of course made i thought you know quite quite well and quite uh you know sensitively and and, and accurately and in great performances yeah, yeah. Yeah. That oh, last she was episode, was oh my God. She was, yeah, she was terrific. Yeah. Incredible. Well, well, we'll have to have like another Fabulous. double date night with you guys where we keep talking about other things. We, <laughs> I know, we, could, we could oh, talk to you We love forever. you boys. Everybody yeah. stay safe um, and well, and we'll see we you. Love we you love you. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. soon. All right, we love, love you. guys. Thank you. Sounds good, Come boys. Bye. 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 Okay, that was so much fun. Uh, could have talked to them all night. Oh, I love them so much, both of them. So um, great to hear their voices and hear that they are doing well and sort of hanging in there. Um, you, know, you always kind of ask, like, where are you at? Are you still in New York? You know, and that was interesting that they were still there. Yes, yes, it was, and I, I can't wait to see them at some point in the future, and you know have that podcast but like in person that would be amazing what's that called uh it's still a podcast just in person it's called a uh, personal podcast yeah i guess so um so we we've, are... we've done one two three four five six seven eight two, eggs eight eggs are we gonna finish this up and take a picture do you have a basket to put them in yeah i think you asked that earlier we oh, have oh, bas- yeah we can do something to make it look kind of pretty yeah they look gorgeous yeah, galaxy eggs. Get into it. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Thank I you, Paws. Going to be like, oh. uh, but no, it's they're, they're really pretty. Yeah, we'll post the picture as always on Facebook page Connor and Smith, 
and uh, we'll post this recording uh, in just a little while. And what are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we're supposed to take a field trip. We're going to get on the bus with sandwiches and drive all the way to Crystal City. Yes, uh, it's an art installation called Eternal Sunshine. It's outdoors. It's in, I think, Longbridge Park. Uh, I think it's near where the shrooms were that we went to see a few weeks ago. I love that these pop-up art things happen and, you know, it's a safe way to experience art while, you know, COVID's happening. And it's supposed to be like the, the rungs of this bridge are all lit up different colors, almost like a rainbow. So we're going to go see what that's about and uh, we will talk to you then. Until then, as we always say, turn, turn your, your heart into, into art. art. Good night. Good night. Thank you.